Hello and welcome to Vitamins for Breakfast, the podcast that aims to feed your soul and create connection through conversation. This is episode three of Diversity Beyond Borders with Jack. On today's episode, Jack shares how he went from a career in banking and sales to a performance coach. Let's get started. Jack is someone who went to school for business because he thought that that was, you know, what he wanted to pursue at the time. And like, what did the spirituality look like then when you were in business and you were banking and and you were just... I was thinking logically, basically. Yeah, because not even that. You know, today I realized, I was like, this helped him though. I was like, banking, because you you had to do cold calling. You had to do these things that like forced you to get out of your comfort zone that is benefiting you now. So Mm. it, it was important for you to do all of that. But spiritually, like, how did you feel during that time that you were just a logic thinker, money, work, that's it? Yeah, I mean, it, it was just kind of hap- life was happening to me. Like, I, I, I actually studied yeah. economics, finance, and banking. Yeah. Um, and then I went into sales. And then, you know, sp- my mom's spiritual, right? So mm-hmm. it kind of like I can see how the seed was in me already, but it wasn't, right? Until, you know, the cold calling, I started reading books because I was like scared to cold call. I was like, what is this fear? And then the first book I read was by Susan Jeffries, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Mm-hmm. And that, like on the train towards work, I was like hooked. I was like, oh my God, this is sick. Like, and that got me into <laughs> personal development and like bettering yeah. myself. But the monk sanctuary was really profound moment for me spiritually because mm-hmm. it was like some reason I was drawn to it I met I went to a Thai cooking class this lady I met on the bus was sat next to me it's funny how the universe works told me about it I was like damn like something in me was like damn I gotta go to that but I was like I didn't want to go on my own went first so this is in North Thailand I went further up north I met a guy who also wanted to do it I was like bro let's just do it ended up going there and bear in mind this is a guy who has partied is like for the last five years has done drugs you know is, is yeah. sleeping about like he's not very conscious and aware of energy in any sense and then i go to this monk sanctuary and i'm up at 4 a.m till 6 we're meditating and then 6 till 7 we're eating breakfast and 7 till 12 we're meditating and 12 to 1 we're eating lunch then 1 till 10 we're meditating and it's a silent retreat as well so it's like i've gone from one extreme to the other right um, right but like I was saying, touching on earlier, I've always been kind of present. And when something's there, I'm like, I'm all in. I'll go for it. Right, right. But then four days of that kind of left me feeling some type of way. Like even yeah. after it, I was waiting for a bus for two hours. And I swear to you, that time flew by because I was just so content with just standing there. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know this at the time, but I was just so like, what, like bliss in a sense that it wasn't like, oh, my days is two-hour bus like I'm gonna miss this and miss that it was just like oh cool um and then from going forward from that meditation from that experience has always just been profound to me and I started with like maybe when I was in Australia I was doing like two three times and it kind of just gradually I was like do you know what I just want to do I just want to do it in the morning before I go to work and yeah, yeah. Um, and, and now it's just been more and more part of my routine first thing I do every morning yeah so it sounds that like you were transitioning into what you're doing now while you were still banking while you were still in that industry yeah what was that moment where you you were like i'm done with banking i don't want to do this and i know that you had this kind of pressure because your father is in business how did that happen like how were you able to walk away from that and pursue what your soul is telling you to do 
Well, I mean, again, it's been a process. So I actually, I think I studied economics, finance and banking, but then I went into sales in the city mm-hmm. um, because I knew I wanted to work. It's something that pushed me, but I wanted to save money and then go traveling with it. And then in Australia, I went back to sales, but in a less corporate environment. And then it just got to a point where I seen people in Bali, like who made money off their laptops. And I was like, if they can do it, I can. And I was just like, I literally said to myself, fuck it, I'm gonna take everything that I have and just invest in this business because I want freedom. I want to travel the world, I want to earn money. And then I got caught up in the, the money side of things. And I was like, oh, I want to earn six figures a month with this business. Like, I want to take it this high. And then in my heart, I knew I wanted to get to that point. So then I could like, because money's a tool where young kids will look up to you based on the tool that you have. Right. right, and money in itself, I see it now as energy. Right, if you're doing the right thing, you're putting out the right product, it will come back to you, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think everyone deserves to have it, whether you want that or not. It's a personal choice, and I and it, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. Um, but then I got caught up in the money side of things, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna earn this much, I'm gonna do this much, da, da, da. Yeah. and then it was kind of like something was happening in me, which was causing so much conflict. Well, I would be working, but like my spirit or soul would be saying to me, is this what you want to do? This isn't what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And like, if you're trying to like hustle out days and work and this is going on in the back, it's like a lot of wasted energy. And it kind of was in like a, I could feel it. And I kind of just was like having this moment of like meditation, really trying to get into my, like what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And all I kept repeating to myself was, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And it was kind of, and, and that was kind of, it was very emotional for me. Like I was like crying in this meditation. It was very out of body experience. And then that's yeah. when I was like, fuck, this is not what I want to be doing anymore. But then funny how the universe works is that um, the, my mentor at the moment, who, who I invested in, he actually reached out to me and he's very spiritual and what similar process, but he made more money than me. Uh-huh. And he was like, I mean, people might find this bonkers, but he was like, something's telling me to help you. And he like reached out to me in the video DM. And then from there, it's just, it's just been me going what? with it. Yeah. That's but crazy. I mean, from the logical standpoint as well, like I am paying him. So maybe he just reached out because, you know, he wants an extra client, but the way that it's working now it just seems so even if he does want that money and I'm paying him my life has changed and it's going to continue to change and it was like the perfect timing of him reaching out so whatever people want to think it's worked out it's worked out well regardless it's still it's still worked out for the for the greater good of you that's so interesting um the the more we step into this sense of self and trying to connect with who we are you know the more the answers just come to us Mm. you know i'm saying with meditation we're talking about meditation and how important that is because it's not about you just sitting there you know silent for all this time these questions that you have the answers start to come and for Mm. and 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 i think what people don't understand is that it's not like you'll be sitting there and then out of nowhere you know it's like jack you're supposed to do this (laughs) it's like like it's not it doesn't come like that like your life starts happening and then, yeah mm-hmm. and then things start to it's alchemy you know it's what you give is what you get and alignments will happen um to get you to that place where now that question has been answered now you see it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying i think that's what i love so much about the divine and the universe is that the canvas is so beautiful the way it paints this picture it's like i mm-hmm. could never paint it as good as the universe can paint it and i think we mm-hmm. have a hard time giving up the paintbrush you know what i'm saying Mm. Um, so it's interesting that when I feel like 
throughout your story when you started to release and surrender give in it, yeah. and surrender it was when you were really aligned with your purpose and it's so nice to hear that you see it so early you know what i'm saying because i think yeah. i think even that now is strange i think sometimes people are on their deathbed when they realize that this whole time i wanted to be you know a painter i wanted to be an actress i wanted to you know help people and i didn't do anything so i yeah. think that a lot of times even older generations are looking at us like you guys are dreamers like you guys are way too and i just think we are just we see it you know what i'm saying like we really see through the shit yeah i mean yeah, mate, I'm with you, hon. That you just you just went off on that, and I was like, I'm jumping on this ride. I like this ride. Um, but it's like even even that in itself, like even though it's so beautiful, and I'm so like, I feel like I know what I was put on this earth to do. Does not mean that it's easy, and does not mean that it comes with limitations. You know, I tell people what I do now, and they're like, you're so young, and it's like, oh, but in my head, I think what? So just because Kobe Bryant was 17 smashing hoops what should he should he wait to be a basketball player it's like nah if you know you know what you got to do then you got to go ham at it now like why would I wait me waiting now would crush my soul and I couldn't do that now because I'm touch with it than ever so that like if you're listening to this and you're not sure of your purpose and stuff like more the goal should be just to gain more consciousness and awareness of who you are and the, the power that you have within you rather than the outside world and that being said even when it comes it's still fucking hard like it's still going to come with its difficulties like if it was meant to be easy everybody would do it but it does also when you get to that point it does also get easier when you surrender rather than control especially when i've gone from trying to control everything like and being like on the computer like no this this to now being like okay i'm disciplined but i'm also surrendering which is that flow stage so yes i don't want people to like not understand that doesn't mean that like your logical brain is just like not you don't use it you know it doesn't mean that you just like throw it out it means that it has to be like a collaboration they have to work you know what i'm saying like yeah hand in hand um and i think that if we learn to view the world through our heart more than our brain, we would have a better experience. You know what I'm saying? Because this is just Amen. even in, in the conversation of race, if people would learn to just see people with their heart, which is probably what you were doing growing up, you know, you were just looking at these people and having, uh, you know, admiration for them. You were really seeing them through your Fascination, heart space. Fascination, yeah. Exactly. You know, th- seeing them through your heart space. Your brain was then saying, yo, but you know, you're not this. And, you know, you can't think that you can just say, this or be involved you know what i'm saying like your brain will probably try to interfere and a lot of information that we get is is taught to us you know it's yeah. not like you just came into this world and that's how you you were thinking but you were feeling a certain way that's really you yeah. at the at the root of you you know what i'm saying like i think it's better to treat people on a soul basis than um you know logically how our mind wants to categorize somebody put them in a box have our biases towards them. So I just think that um, everything you said is so true in reference to how we need to live the experience by marrying those two things together um, mm-hmm. and leading into that that side of ourselves that we you know longs for, for, for us to elevate or longs for more um, in this experience instead of just living life as we think we're supposed to live it quote unquote um air quotes how do you feel about um spirituality with these new practices that are out here where we have you know we talked about meditation but like manifestations you know people are really into crystals now scripting i don't know if you ever heard of that um 
sage burning. There's just a lot of things that are now in spirituality that I think can kind of lead people also astray where they're just like, well, I don't know how to do all this stuff. Like, this is a lot. Like, I want to connect, but, um, you know, I'm doing the meditation thing, but like, I don't know if there's anything else I should do. Like, how do you feel about these modern practices now that I know they're not modern, but you know what I'm saying? They're popular now. Like you see it more on TikTok and that kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not on what? TikTok, but yes, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, you do because I've just recently jumped on there to try and promote my stuff, and I see a lot of yeah. like sage murder. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And like, look, I'm not like I'm all for whatever. I think I just mm. think just just try and have more of a heart mind coherence and try and mm. you know listen to your heart more, and I think that will bring to you the answers. You know, maybe it will lean you towards reading articles about angels or angel numbers mm. and, and that's cool or, or for me it was meditation and mm. um, for you listening to this it might be meditation but maybe you're leaning towards more crystals and like mm. there's no wrong or right answer and mm. I don't really I don't have any sage in the house it's saying that I'm sure I will at one point um, mm. crystals I don't have any mm. um, I'm open to trying these new things it just is a case of I haven't yet so I think mm. whatever feels right for you whatever right. you when you do start meditating, that little quiet voice that comes up from here rather than from your brain, listen to that yeah, and you'll be yeah. sweet. Yeah, I agree. I think like I like I was mentioning before, um, we try to put things like, oh, there's only one way to be spiritual. There's only one way to be religious. There's only one way to practice these things. And that like, if you're not doing this and you're doing it wrong. And I'm just like, I think I've grown really tired of, of that because I think that people just want control in everything. And I'm just like, everything. I think spirituality is supposed to be the place where we allow people to be more free and even in those spaces people are still kind of involving um the ego almost you know what i'm saying like spiritual you guys the big yeah oh we'll touch base on that because that's the first time i heard someone say that what a spiritual ego yeah i didn't hear i haven't heard of those two things in conjunction like what spiritual ego so like you're super spiritual but your ego is involved the whole time yeah so it's kind of like I think I think the, the reason around it is like people who dive into spirituality to escape stuff that they haven't healed yet. Mm. And then it's kind of like they operate from a place of this is everything. Mm. You need to have this or like no you need sage and it's and it's like kind of if you are super spiritual then you surely you would know that some people the spirit that they're in are not ready to be spiritual and they are mm. unconscious and they're going to remain that way because that's what their destiny is for for this lifetime or something you know yeah. so it's like that balance of you know the ego is so manipulative i'm sure you know that the, the oh, deeper yeah. you dive and to, to this day i can still crop it up and i'm like shit then you're you're still <laughs> cropping up like that yeah like, I yeah, like, yeah. You? and yeah. it's the same spirituality like you know you it, it's just an ongoing process where you just can realize that it's there and if people don't realize it's there in terms of spiritual terms and i think it can also form an identity rather than what the core spirituality was about it's like what you know what jesus was about what his core you know christianity the core of it is, is a very yes. beautiful thing but yes. does that mean there's a lot of priests out there that think they're the fucking bee's knees yes it does mm-hmm. sadly and mm-hmm. that's kind of a, a good example of a spiritual i got ego. you yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense that makes a yeah. lot of sense because um i think that like we were saying and everything there's always going to be an extremist or someone who's doing the absolute most that is just kind of trying to take advantage of the outlet and make it into their own and and you can see it in religion because like you said at the core of the story of jesus as it is for buddha as it is for 
for all these other practices that it's just like it was someone who realized that they had a power within and they wanted to lead life with love first and it came with great sacrifice and I think that that is the basis of everything I think even when you realize when you say like yeah this might be your sole purpose but it's it's coming with sacrifice it's not easy um it's not like oh now you wake up and this is you you have to sacrifice mm. a lot you have to sacrifice your time you have to sacrifice um your beliefs you have to re- unlearn things relearn things um 100%. and the older we become you know the harder sometimes it can be to untrain the mind so if you also have that you know you're like well damn mm. I know this was my norm for years. So it's, it's a sacrifice. And, and I think that no matter how you dice it, that's at the core of all belief. Um, so I think we need to focus more on mirroring that in our lives than all these terms. And if you read, I know you read The Power of Now, there's a part in that book where he's talking about that we put way too much purpose and meaning behind words. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't know what water is until you actually drink a cup of water. Like you can write water, you can say water, but you don't know water until you drink water. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of yeah, like I I, we put too much um, pressure on these terms. And am I am I falling in this category? It's just like, yeah. am I doing? Am I ticking all these boxes? Am I doing all these things? And it's like even people who do things perfectly, where they wake up, they meditate, they you know they have a great healthy lifestyle, they work out, they eat right, they journal, they read a bunch of books. They some, some of these people still don't make it because that missing pieces of that flow that we we're talking about mm-hmm. of being very present so cause, you know could still could still not allow you to lead that life and actually access that you know what i mean 100 percent, so true sometimes i have a thought or intuit or whatever it is i don't really know but it's like sometimes i do say to myself like maybe what you're after is bigger than what the universe wants for you mm-hmm. and it's like you've got to find I've got to be okay with that. And I don't know is the honest answer because what, I'm at the beginning stages of this whole new process for me. But I just know that I've got this big heart and I want to make a big impact. And it's kind of, it is me questioning it because like I have these big, big ideas. Um, But at the same time, it's also like, it's an irrelevant thought because whatever's going to work out is is going to want to work out exactly how it's meant to. Yeah. And that's where the, surrender, the nice thing about spirituality and surrendering and, and believing something bigger than yourself is because you go from this, yeah, I'm going to achieve that, control that, control this, control this, to like, and like you worry about that. As soon as you control, you worry about what about if you don't hit it? Oh, I don't feel good enough. And it's kind of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do everything that I feel is right. And I'm going to learn all the lessons that I need to learn at every step of the way. Mm-hmm. And I want to make up as big impact as I can. But at the end mm-hmm. of the day, it's not up to me. Right. And that in itself is kind of like a whew, wipe the yes. weight off my shoulders. Yes, yes. That pressure kind of comes off of like, oh, you know, am I am I making sure that I'm again back to like, am I ticking all these boxes of these things that I've set for myself? And I think the part that I admire the most about what you're doing is that you're being candid while you're doing it. You know, you're being honest that like I'm not 100 percent at the end of the day, um, but that just because what 100 percent looks like to you might look different for somebody else. Where you're at right now might look like 100 percent to somebody else. So that's why yeah. we 
you have this sure. coaching, you have this coaching business where um, you're taking on clients and you might have a limiting belief like, well, but you're not where you're supposed to be at yet. It's like, but what you have to offer can still benefit someone who is far, far, far behind you mm. um, on that journey. So it's, it's still beneficial. And no matter where we're at, we can still help somebody. And I think that I love that you are so honest about it too with your talk, your truth. You know, you are telling people everything that you went through along with what you're still going through um and and even sharing that is sometimes i have these these thoughts to this day sometimes the ego still creeps it creeps in and, and tells me mm. yo like you're not good for that or what are you doing um because i think we need to be honest with people that this experience is not like one and done you know it's not like you're you're done you've reached the the finish line and you're good it's like it's a literally a marathon it just keeps on going and you just have to become disciplined and and going through those motions you feel me yeah and it's like the laws of the universe the universe is always expanding so as are we as are the energy that we put in and and what we get out and Mm -hmm. you know i think that the biggest the biggest um what's the word limit i think i can take will be based on what the universe has planned for me rather than anything else internally obviously there'll be still loads of internal things that i'm still to discover and that kind of thing but i just mean mm-hmm. i ha- it's kind of like i have no i know where i want to take the business in terms of figures and stuff but i have no pressure to get to that and i have no limitations that it can't go past that just yeah. on the basis of the fact that this is what i feel like i'm meant to be doing and the scale of it I think in my heart that we'll get bigger and bigger and it'll pivot and we'll go to new things and stuff. But the honest answer is that we'll just have to see. Thank you so much for stopping by for some vitamins on today's episode. If you enjoyed it, please comment, subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and share with anyone you think can benefit from a little vitamins for breakfast.